Hi everyone, welcome to Stump the Guru podcast with your host, Ari Galpa, the world's number one authority on trust-based selling and the creator of Unlock the Game. This monthly podcast will bring you guests from virtually every industry unrehearsed to try and stump Ari with their most difficult sales challenges. This podcast is for business owners, financial advisors, entrepreneurs and sales executives. The guests on this show have only one goal in mind, to stump Ari. And Ari has one goal in mind, to overturn the notion of selling as we know it today by building trust between buyers and sellers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stump the Guru Show. We're back here for another month, and we've had great feedback so far. Thank you for those who have downloaded the podcast. You can now get this show at unlockthegame.com slash podcast to listen to the previous recordings. I'll be notified on Spotify, wherever you listen to a favorite podcast to hear uh, this content, get a new uh, sort of lift in terms of your processes and learn some new ideas. Uh, so if you're new to the show, uh, way this works is we have people who come online right now. If you want to ask me a live question, you can go to www.stumptheguru.com. Just like it sounds, you can get right into the waiting room. If we have enough time, we'll call you in today for the show. And uh, my name is Ari Galper, by the way, if you don't know that. I specialize in trust-based selling. I've been working in this niche for the last 20 years and uh, have thousands of clients who have now transformed their thinking around how they sell from a different perspective based on trust. And we have built a whole body of work around how to solve virtually almost every sales problem based on a trust point point of view. So this is your chance to uh, jump in live, ask me a question. If you don't want to ask a question, no problem. Just listen in, come to my LinkedIn profile. You should see a notification that this show is live so you can watch from your desktop or your phone. So uh, we're going to, we theme today's show around the topic that I'll talk to you about for a minute before we jump into these questions around the topic of fact finding versus trust building. And what I find a lot of my private clients do at first when I meet with them is they don't realize it, but what they're doing on their first sales conversation is they're actually fact-finding with the client, asking technical questions or uh, factual questions, trying to qualify them. And by starting the conversations around with fact-finding questions, what happens is they don't build trust with them. And what I'm gonna suggest today is there's a shift between fact-finding and trust-building questions. Fact-finding is we're asking qualifying questions to, to qualify for instance, a financial advisor, if they ask how much, how many assets do they have, what accounts do they have, you know, how many homes do they have, those are fact-finding questions. But trust-building questions in the first conversations are wrapped around where you, where they share with you what their what their challenges, and you unpack and you go below their challenge to to uh, help them understand the gravity of their situation, the severity of it, uh, ask them what a priority is. So if they give you a challenge around uh, I'm concerned about the market right now for financial advisors, for instance. Um, you might say something like, uh, can you tell me a little bit more about that? That gives them permission to open up around their challenge. And you can say, how long have you been thinking about this? What have you done so far to try and resolve it? Is this a priority for you to resolve this as soon as possible? See, that, those are not fact-finding questions. Those are questions that go deeper underneath their actual problem to help them understand the full view of their own situation for them to decide whether they want to solve their own problem or not. And what that's designed to do is to help people see 
the full picture on their own situation because so many times prospects come to us with a 180 degree view of the world they just see their problem like this uh very narrow and they give us a little breadcrumbs to to kind of grab onto and offer off we go to qualify and sell so that was my 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 uh, thoughts for you today is think about are you asking fact finding questions or trust building questions because it's a big difference between the two so i'll leave you with that to think about and if you want to come to have a chat with us one-on-one you can go to unlockthegame.com slash free consult free consult and we'll set you up with either myself or someone on my team to have a consultation with you uh, in the meantime let's get going the clock is ticking and um <clears throat> steve my co-host here who do we have in the waiting room all righty well look first off i'm gonna say what nobody else knows or will say today and i'm sure you know this is coming uh, happy birthday ari this is the one month in the year where we can say this during the show so it was for people that don't know it was earlier this week um and i just figured it was you know i'll embarrass you for two seconds here and just wish you a happy birthday live on camera for all to see and hear but first no we're gonna bring in scott warner and uh scott if you could let everybody know a little bit about yourself and what you do for a living and then your question for ari please yeah hi i'm scott warner a uh, financial advisor which is what Ari was just picking on which is okay because i'm a perfect candidate to get picked on because i fall into the perfect question um been out of 30 years in southern california so ari i obviously know the trust building versus the fact finding sure. but being 30 years in it's so easy to just start with the right idea in mind start with trying to do it and before you know it so my challenge to you is or a question for you is in this kind of broad thing is how do i know when accidentally i'm not even aware of it i'm being asked questions and etc that before long i start off in the trust building and then before long i'm into the fact finding like here's a few examples hey scott what are your fees hey scott do you believe in roth iras scott do you sell annuities so those kinds of questions, even though you, I might start off with, hey, Ari, tell me why you reached out today. You know, um, tell me a little bit about your situation, concerns, worries you might have. I start out that way and then they just kind of lose sight and they just pop one of those questions. And before long, I'm having to defend or kind of yeah. back up a little bit in, in defensive mode to try and get back over there. But sometimes it's hard to get back over there. Sure. I mean, fu fundamentally, when you use our one call sale process and you have that initial conversation with them, you should be one asking them the questions. They should not be the one asking you the questions because you're the doctor, they're the patient. And, it, 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 and I know it's easy for them to shift and start asking you questions and you feel it's your obligation to educate, respond and continue on because we've been conditioned to believe our job is to educate the prospect on the call because we hope that education impresses us enough to go, wow, he knows so much. We should go hire him. And the real shift with that, Scott, is that your job on this conversation is not to build value with them or show them or give them education or show them how good you are. Instead, the goal is to provide them with clarity, clarity on the expansiveness of their problem, identify the urgency of what they want to move forward. And one thing to, to share with you that can prevent you from some of this is here's one key key thing not to do never ask anybody on initial call which is this phrase ask do you have any questions mm. now that's going to sound so contrarian yeah. 
because we've been taught our whole career to ask that question. Right. That don't ask, that that question there opens up the hole that you drop into sometimes that moves you from the trust building mode to the other mode. So okay. rather than if you have any questions, just you say hold those questions and let's cover those in our first session together where I can do a deep dive with you and assess your situation. Then I can do it all at one time. Let's just on this call make sure that we're a good fit by me understanding your situation, walk you through my roadmap. And if if you're comfortable with that, we'll kind of go from there. Are you guys okay with that? Okay, so so I mean you gotta answer it like you said, but I don't specifically need to answer it directly. I mean, you and I have talked a little bit in the past about how to deal with the fees one. Well, well say, don't, we don't, encourage, don't, don't encourage the questions. Right. Don't but go back come, with what do you think? Do you have any do you have any more right. questions? Do you have any more thoughts? Don't don't prompt that because that's if they still come, which they do, even when I'm not prompting, that's is okay. How to how to still get back you I gotta answer say, it. You, you simply say hold those questions. All right. Let's cover that in a next session together. Where I can do a deep dive with you and really okay. go deep with everything you might need. That's how you do it in a nice way. Okay. Okay. That's great. So right. I don't need to, I don't really, I mean, I got to address it, right? And, but that's a great address way to push it. Just off. use the word hold. Please hold those questions. Let's cover that in our next session together. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's so a good way. Cause I know in the past we've kind of talked about the fee one and I've kind of, yeah told him I'd get to it, but right now I don't know your situation and, and exactly diagnose and then I push it back off. So it's kind of the similar way, but maybe yep. just hold the questions is even easier to yep. get it. things in sequence, lockstep, one step at a time, so they don't cross over each other. Thanks. Good to see you again, Scott. Thanks for coming. Yeah, and talking you to bet, you. man. That's very helpful. Thank you very much for the help. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Welcome to Sump the Guru Show. If you're here live, you're now seeing some live questions from around the world jumping in, asking me challenging situations, questions where I can provide some insights, some live coaching, consulting. For those who have a sales challenge, you might be chasing someone right now, can't get them on the, get them on the phone, you have a complex scenario. And as your chance to gather up those questions that come on the show, just go to somethingguru.com and we'll let you into the waiting room. Hopefully we have enough time to get you in the show. And if, you, if you're not here right now, you can just go to unlockthegame.com slash podcast and grab the podcast, listen to the previous shows and new one coming in. Steve, who do we have next? All righty. Up next, I'm going to bring on Wayne Sutton. So, Wayne, if you could tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you do and uh, your question for Ari, please. Uh, your sound, Wayne. Your sound's off, I think. Might be muted, maybe. Yeah, my apologies. So, number there one, glad go. to be on with you. I uh, have followed you for years, man, and really have adopted you know, that sales strategy of trust-based. Um, right. I'm a sales trainer. So that's what right. I do. I work with salesmen and I also work in sales team and their leadership and making sure and a proper reporting and so forth. So my question is, though, when a lot of these sales uh, sales uh, professionals we're coming to have been taught more aggressive, you know, they have been taught the qualification. They've been taught the hard clothes. They've been taught. And I hear it. Um, and now I'm going in trying to correct. But. So my biggest question for you is when you face you're coaching someone that has been taught totally different, like, right. do you recommend a total change of everything or do you take it piece by piece? Like, What's your recommendation? Great, when question. People? Great question, Wayne. Look, it, it is a total mindset shift. I admit it. It requires people to really let go of what they're holding on to from the past, deconditioning. But the way you can make a case for this and the way I do it is – 
Uh, I basically say, here, here's what I might say to your guys. I'd say, how many calls do you guys speak with on a monthly basis? How many opportunities do you speak with on a monthly basis? They might tell you 20. Of those 20, how many do you guys convert? They might say, well, maybe five. Yeah. You, you, and you say to them, what happened to their 15? And, and you say, well, let's take off a few off the top because we're not qualified. Let's just sure. say there's seven left over that were qualified. Why, why do they not convert? Hmm. Yeah. And they're going to go, uh, well, probably because Poorly I don't. Quality. <laughs> right. So you have to find the hole first to show, to show them what they're losing. Then you can say, would you be open to a different way of thinking on this to close that, that hole, increase your conversion rate, and simply add more tools to what you're doing right now? Would you be open to that? Then they go, mm -hmm. yeah, because I want to solve that problem. Because see, most salespeople, most sales organizations, they only measure how much you're making. They don't measure how much you're losing. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. And right there, Wayne is how you open up the entire conversation for the salespeople to understand they're losing more than they're making, not because of the qualification or the leads, because of them and their approach. And that's where hmm. they kind of get more humble and go, okay, what ideas do you have? So give that a try. That's awesome, man. Thanks, Or. Appreciate that. All right, Wayne. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Okay, we got interesting questions here for the uh, Stump the Guru show. We're live right now, global. Uh, people are coming from all over the, around the world to, uh, to ask questions. Um, if you don't know much about our approach, we have a trust-based model that is so contrarian. It uh, flip-flops the entire way of thinking around selling. And in, for a lot of our clients now, they're getting what we call a 100% conversion rate on all their conversations because they're not chasing people and they're not using the old techniques anymore. So, um, Steve, who do we else, else do we have back there? All righty. Coming up next, we're going to bring on Brett. Fellow long hair, so of course I'm going to be partial to him, opposed to the rest of the universe. But if Brett, if you could tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your full name and what your question is for Ari, please. Yeah, so my name is Brett Cadiente, and Ari, I have followed you for a long time, and my cold calling has radically changed uh, because of you. And so I uh, I work for an emergency restoration company, and so I, I sell okay. um, you know flood restoration, fire restoration, things like that. And I sell to property managers, insurance agents, and I feel like I'm able to do pretty well over the phone with these people. I have what I feel like are great and amazing conversations. I get in front of key, key contacts. I get people to the point to where they agree to send us business. And then time goes on and time goes on and time goes on. I, you know, I, I don't hear back and I have no idea if they've had. Um, All right. So hold, hold on right there. Hold on right there. I, I know where you're going with they end up yeah. kind of dropping off the black hole, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So when you get somebody in a conversation who says to you, yeah, we can definitely do something with you. We can give you some business. At that point in the conversation, then what you do is you say, okay, would you be open to us setting up a time, say a few weeks from now, to catch back up again to see if you have somebody that you might have us want, we can work with you on? Or you can say, is there anybody right now you can think of uh, in your mind that we can work with at the moment? What you're trying to do is get the ball rolling now rather than leaving to them to get back to you later on. So you might have different ideas around that, but we got to have some connection, some way to loop that back in 
to keeping you in the flow of their thinking. One yeah. way is to put them back on the calendar and maybe you have some reason to talk to them a few weeks later, I don't know, in your business, or maybe there's some trigger that occurs that you're there when they need to hear from you. Maybe even you have something you mail to them in the mail. When they say, yeah, it sounds good, we're happy to work with you guys, no problem. And out in the mail goes a package, a welcome package, welcome to da-da-da, maybe it's a checklist of things like that, some information that they remember you by. Then you have a reason to call them back a couple weeks later and say, oh, just giving you a call. Did you get my pack in the mail by any chance? Okay. What do you think? I like it. I, I mean, ultimately what, what I really want is I want to, I want to work towards an annual service agreement. Sure. You know, it, it might be a structure that has 600 units. And so ultimately that's what I'm trying to get to, but I feel like from the okay. get go, that's, it's okay, like, I know, process. I know, and I, I know your goal is a long-term <laughs> agreement, recurring revenue. That's what everybody, that's the dream, but you can't get there until you do one job for them first. So what you're asking them for is a just is you have one opportunity, just one one project coming up we can do for you to see if you're happy with the work. Then if you do one job with them and they're happy, then you can say, would you be open to talking about a long term plan together where I could be your provider? So you need some way first for them to trust you and see they can count on you. You won't drop the ball. You'll do a good job. So all you're asking for in this early phase is to see if there's one project you can do with them for them to prove you're for real. Once you're for real, then the next phase would be a model around how to onboard them into a long-term program. Okay. So that I think you you have the right intention. You just have a few steps you're jumping over ahead of time to try yeah. and get to your goal. And that's the missing piece in between that. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I feel like I'm having these just amazing conversations and in, in the right contacts. There's just there's something missing in my yes. in my conversation. There's a middle piece in there where they got to trust <laughs> you first. So having great conversation doesn't mean they trust you. It just means there's chemistry on the conversation because you're really good in the phone. Yeah. <laughs> but now there's a next step in the process, which is a few of those ideas I just gave you there. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Wayne. Good to see you again. Take care. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Seth the Guru where we had a third question so far, um, all different industries, um, as you can hear. And uh, we have been around for 20 years now. We've heard everything you can imagine from every industry possible. So we have lots of insights to help you with. And if you're stuck somewhere in your sales process, uh, there's the only place you can jump on live with us to ask us a, go a question and get answered to go back and use right away. So uh, if you want to uh, ask a live question, go to stumptheguru.com uh, and wait in the waiting room there. We'll pull you in. Uh, and let's see who else we have here, Steve, today. All righty, here we go. Up next, I'm going to bring in Goldie. So, Goldie, if you could let everybody know a little bit about you and what you do for a living and your question for Ari, please. <clears throat> Ari, happy birthday, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, many, many, uh, many more. Thank uh, you. I am a financial advisor out of Boston. And, uh, you know, listening to the other people, you know, I most identify with Scott, who mm -hmm. starts out with good intention and then gets caught up in the conversation of yeah. the person that he's interviewing. Yeah. So what I, my question is, is there something in our first contact 
mm. with a, a prospect that mm. could be a reminder and, uh, you know, maybe a time limit that we should impose on ourselves so okay. that we can pivot to the are you open to coming back and getting further into it and getting more of a deep dive okay. uh, on our on our first session. So let's say you're having a first conversation with somebody and you, what, you, what you asked me there is what can trigger me to shift into this mode so I don't go too far down the road and it's too Instead late. Instead of getting caught up because when yeah. you're, I identify with Scott, you start out by, you know, having, uh, you know, a kind of, of proposal in your head, a kind of yeah. way to conduct the interview and now you're, you're listening Yes. to the responses and getting drawn in. Yeah, okay. So rather than um, languaging around that, what I'd rather do for you in this situation is create a picture. Imagine an image of an iceberg, okay? At the top of the iceberg is the initial part of the conversation where they tell you what their challenges are, you respond, you have a brief conversation. What most people do is if they have momentum in the conversation, they attempt to move the momentum forward. Right. That's our instinct. Right. Because it feels easy. It feels relaxed. So here we go. We're moving to, right. towards education, towards information, towards that mode of presentation. So imagine the tip of the iceberg, a, a picture of an iceberg. You're the top of the iceberg. Rather than your mind thinking to yourself, my job is to move them forward. Think to yourself, my job is to go down. This direction, not that direction, down below the iceberg and have certain questions in front of you to think to yourself, okay, Ari said to me, I can't move them forward because your job is not to create momentum with them. Your job is to build trust with them and have them feel that you're taking them to a place no one ever has before. Right. And that is deep dive into their world. So if you have this set of questions in front of you right from the beginning, and the way you start the conversation is and uh, is, is this one, which is, if it's okay with you, can we take a step back for a moment? And can you walk me through a bit about your background, your story, situation, up right. to your current situation now, and your financial challenges will go from there. Then they start opening up to you. And once they start giving you a couple of challenges, rather than try, attempting to either you know, ask them fact-finding questions or give them information to solve it, you just take them right down that iceberg with the questions I, I think I may have given some earlier around, you know, tell me more about that. How long has that been an issue for? Right. Can you show me some examples of what you tried so far? What, why, what's your timeline on this? See, those, um, that's exactly what I'm talking about. How to trigger in, in me the response that says, look at this set of questions that you have written down. Okay. Get involved in the story. You know what? Make a picture of an iceberg. Yeah. And put the questions in the iceberg. And put it right in front of your computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> and look at that picture. <laughs> That's the only, because we see pictures in our minds when we hear words. I think it's a great idea because for me, it's really about trying to keep it to five minutes yes. right now. And then getting a commitment to go into a deeper dive. And exactly. so that works. That, that works in my head. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you, Ari. All right. Okay. So we're back again for the Stop the Guru Show. We're going to roll today. Lots of folks coming in. Uh, anyone else, Steve, we have back there? All righty. Yes. We have two more people coming on for today. So first, I'm going to bring on Florence Pollard, and she's going to let us know. Hey, Florence, how are you today? 
And if you can let I'm everybody good. know How are you? what you do and your question for Ari, I'm doing swimmingly well. It's nice out today in New York. <laughs> Great. Well, mine's a little bit different because I sure. am an appointment setter and okay. I do talk to financial advisors. And my question for Ari is, what kind of language can I use? Because a lot of times I'm leaving messages mm. and what I'm hoping for is a callback. So I can discuss with the person about setting them up with a, for a consultation with, with the financial advisor. So okay. I write the way that it is now. There's lots of message leaving and I'd love to get my callback ratio up. Sure, so sure. do you have any language for me to leave on a message to get more callbacks? Yeah, okay. So that this really is about testing, testing to find the one message that really hits the mark. But what I found works most effectively for my clients is when they leave a message that's specific around a problem. See, most people leave messages with, hi, I'm da -da -da, giving you a call about, da -da -da, please give me a call back. And they, it doesn't connect to them because it's not related to their, situ to their situation. It's something else around a concept or a product or an offer or something they don't recognize or they might but don't resonate with. So what you do is you think about what is the core issue that we're helping the, your audience your what the, or she, you're helping your audience solve. Let's say in your case it's helping them grow their practice or helping them can bring on more clients than they that they can't get to right now or whatever it might be. So what you do is you leave a message with, you know, hi my name is um, I'm just giving you a call. I sent you an email or a package or whatever related to, and you plug in the problems you can help them solve related to growing your practice, uh, not chasing people and bringing more clients on board. And I just want to see if you'd like some more help around that or some insights around that related to what we sent you. So the key, however you, 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 you bookend that one, front, back, do it as you want. But the middle part is somehow connected to what the problem that they're probably having is. That is goes by knowing your market well enough so you know what to tell them on the phone. Usually you get a call back when it relates to something they connect with at the, from their perspective. Okay, great. All right. That's great feedback. Thank you so much. All right, we're getting close to the top of the show here. And I think Steve said we have one more to go, right, Steve? So I'm going to bring in a cleanup hitter. Since For the New York fans, Aaron Judge hit his 60th home run earlier this week, which is you know, record-breaking. So we have one man that has been on every single Stump to Guru episode that, I, that I've been on, at least, to date. So without any further ado, I'm bringing Antonio Kenyatta on right now. There he is. And the myth, the legend, is here and has a question. And now, Antonio, you do realize you always have to appear with a question now and, and officially claim your spot as the cleanup home run guy of Stump the Guru, and you will stump, Ari. Awesome. We have to get that right question for you, man. All right, let, let the world know who you are and your question for Ari, please. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Again, happy belated birthday, Ari. Thank um, you. Good to see you again. Yes, sir. Uh, my Antonio Kenyatta, financial advisor as well. And so my question to you, Ari, is I have, um, I connected to someone on LinkedIn, you know, following the one-call sale method of like, hey, you know, uh, you know, we don't know each other. It's just, you know, we help, um, you know, physicians avoid overpaying and interest on their student loan debts. And if that resonates with you, uh, we should connect. So he connected and he gave me his email address and the email of his assistant. Then, okay. yeah, that's, that's great. Let's connect. And so, um, you know, about four or five days went by and then I emailed him. Uh, but since then, he's ghosted me. 
Wait, hold on so, a minute. So, yep. so you connected on on LinkedIn. He gave you his email. What did you email him exactly? I just I just sent him an email again, sort of same line, just you know, into um, saying this, you know, here's what we do at practice wise. We help uh, doctors, uh, you know, avoid overpaying and interest on their student loans. Okay, so stop um, right there. Stop right yep. there. Okay, okay. So the way that's that email is written, as you're describing to me right now, is talking about what you do. What you need to do is change that languaging to talk about the issues he might have. Okay. So what you might you might say is, "Hi, John. Hope you're doing well. Good to meet you on LinkedIn." Not sure if you're in a situation where you might be experiencing these issues with your doctors, oh. and you list out. All the problems. You don't talk okay. about you. See, when you talk about yourself, here's what we do. He thinks you're trying to, all you want to do is sell him something. But if you remove yourself out of the picture, lay out the issues that he can connect with and say, mm -hmm. you know, I was just curious. I was just curious. Do you think your docs would have, would like some help around these topics? If so, let me know and we can set up a brief Zoom chat. To have a conversation. Talk to you soon. Perfect. So he ghosted you because your approach still felt like you were trying to put yourself in front of him to show him what you can do. What you can do is not relevant at that stage of the game. What's relevant at that stage of the game is you articulating his issues that he can connect with. And then he can go, oh, maybe you can help me. And the next step is a one-on-one Zoom chat to go from there. That 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 piece okay. of the puzzle, I think, was kind of broken. If you mm -hmm. change that, that should flow through. Perfect. Thank you so much, Ari. All right. Good to see you again. Great. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, wow, what a great show today. Uh, I think we're good to go unless Steve jumps back in. If not, uh, thanks for coming to the Something Guru Show. We're here every month about the same time. Uh, be sure to get access to our podcast of the show at unlockthegame.com slash podcast. We can list the previous recordings. And the most recent shows will show up on your on your phone to listen to the recent shows. And uh, if you have any feedback, let us know. Uh, give us a rating. Uh, drop some comments for us. If you want to have a one-on-one chat with us privately, just go to unlockthegame.com slash free consult. You'll have a copy of my latest book, Unlock the Sales Game. You can grab that as well at unlockthegame.com. And also, uh, we recently did a, um, a documentary on uh, our story, our background, what we do. It's on our homepage, unlockthegame.com. Be sure to watch that. Other than that, we'll see everybody hopefully next month. Take care and uh, be well. We hope you've enjoyed this month's segment of Stump the Guru and that you've discovered some new trust-based selling strategies that you can apply directly to your sales process. You can get access to Ari's trust-based selling 60-minute masterclass at www.unlockthegame.com forward slash video. And if you want to go one step further, you can order his latest book, Unlock the Sales Game, and get a free one-on-one -on -one sales growth consultation at www.unlockthegame.com. Before we say goodbye for now, if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to review this podcast. It's easy. Just scroll down to the bottom of Stump the Guru podcast within Apple Podcast until you reach ratings and reviews. Click one of the five stars under tap to rate to leave a rating. Thanks so much and we'll see you on the next show.